Hello and welcome to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. It's an interview series brought to you by Taiwan's only all English video streaming platform and all English radio station. I'm Trevor Tordemasi, and sitting here with me is Swedish YouTuber Lucas Engstrom. Yes, correct. And Welcome to welcome to Taiwan. No, um, uh, Lucas has been a YouTuber for a few years, but he's been in Taiwan even longer. He is the host of the YouTube channel Why Guoren Jie Sao Taiwan, Lucas in Taiwan. So, can you tell us a little bit about your channel and what you do here? Sure,、uh, it's quite self-explanatory.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I am the Why Guoren、uh, foreigner who introducing Taiwan. It's、uh, some traveling, some、uh, news coveraging, and.、Uh, Yeah, is trying to introduce Taiwan to foreigners and also show my life in Taiwan as a foreigner. Yeah, did it start with travel and then you moved into doing more serious stuff like news? Because you have reported some genuinely serious stories. Yeah, I mean, it all started like from the absolute beginning.、Mm-hmm. It was just like a way for me to document my favorite places in Taiwan,、mm-hmm. and also having like a little instruction video for other foreigners on how to go to these places. But then, when did that start? That was in. August second, two thousand eighteen. I believe is the first day video ever burned into your memory. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's when my life literally changed over、yeah. over a week. And since then, I have done at least one video per week for for four years now. In in August, you say at least because you make a lot of videos. I I try to do as much as possible. Yeah. How much of the world do you also introduce to Taiwan for your videos? Not too much.、Okay. I, I I gave it a try.、Uh, we went to like we traveled like Philippines, Vietnam. Korea, Japan, and Sweden—that's like the worst videos I've ever made. Whoa! Where, where I am, the worst performing. The worst performing. Okay. Worst performing. Yeah. All my videos are great. Oh, they were all according,、awesome. according, according、oh, to myself. <laughs> <laughs> But worst performing, yes. What would be an example of something you covered? So, so for example, like、um, what is unique to me is that you can do everything one single day,、mm-hmm. and you can literally like wake up without planning, and you can find yourself like either at the beach. Either on top of like a three thousand meter high mountain,、mm. or like checking out a volcano in like northern Taiwan, or、uh, you can just play, go down to Kenting and play with some monkeys and and literally see like fire up from the ground, you know? Yeah, yeah. And coming from Sweden, especially like the countryside of Sweden, everything is like planned like days or weeks in advance. Just because like the distances are so far far away, whereas in Taiwan it's just like you can do whatever you want without actually any real planning, which which I think is is very very unique. Also on your channel, I've noticed that you have reached out to collaborate with more YouTubers and con- content creators all over the island than I've、mm-hmm. seen anyone else do. You're sort of like a a, a YouTuber's YouTuber.、Um, so what uh what is it like? First of all, you have a roommate who's a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Yuan Yuan in Taiwan. Yuan Yuan, yeah.、Uh, and what is it like living with other content creators? It's、uh, it, it's definitely good for sure. I but I don't think it's it's as interesting as other people might think because because like, of the assu- is it because of the assumption that people think your life is all the travel they see in the videos. Exactly. In reality, it's a lot exactly. of computer work. Exactly. Exactly.、Yeah, yeah. It's like 95 percent just sitting in front of a computer, <laughs> planning the videos or editing the videos. Yeah. And you, like the five percent is actually recording it. So you know we do help each other out a lot when、mm. it comes to like what do you think about this idea and like we we bounce ideas of each other. But I think that the absolute best part was during the the soft lockdown we had like last year when everyone was like at home for like three months. First of all, just having a roommate in general. Yeah. I think that was like amazing. Like our life didn't really change that much. 
Yeah, I mean, there is, there's two kinds of people that discovered themselves during lockdown. The people that discovered they really need to be outside and meeting people, and the other people mm. that discovered they're actually kind of okay with just staying inside all the time. I, I love being okay staying at home. Mm-hmm. You know? Me too. I, I, th- I, think, I think that's required to be like a YouTuber as well. Just being- To some extent, absolutely, yeah. At least, at least being able to be by yourself and do a lot of work yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's lonely, but it's not as exciting as people might you, think. It's, it definitely adds like a level of like competition okay, and, and like rivalry, I uh-huh. feel. So for example, if, if you're a full-time creator, mm-hmm. then no one tells you when you're supposed to work. And I think it's very, very easy for you to like just go on the lazy side and continue, for example, making one video per week. And then you spend like three, four days doing nothing. But then having someone that also releases videos and that it, we have like the exact same job basically, then that, that keeps you going and you have something to compare with. And that will also make you like not falling behind. And you've also reached out to people all over Taiwan, like there's So are we gonna go through everyone now? I know, you know what, actually I, was, I won't this, say, if I say one this, name, I have to say all of them. Exactly. I'm gonna this, bleep this, that out. This, <laughs> this is the worst. I just had an, another one, like like an uh, exchange yeah. student from, from uh, Canada uh-huh. who was like, oh yeah, I watched like all these YouTubers. And I was like, well, keep going, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you miss one, that's like the worst. Uh, you've reached out to all these people um, and collaborated with them. Uh, have you felt that your content has grown or, uh, or changed um, your style uh, as you collaborated with more and more people? Uh, yes, I would say. Uh, so it just comes down to like, I make more interview videos. I think that's like the biggest change now. The thing is like in the beginning, you always want to collaborate with people because you think that like, oh, you have 100,000 subscribers. I have 100,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. If you collaborate, we're both going to get 200 subscribers. Yeah. That is not how it works if every single one is a foreign YouTuber in Taiwan. <laughs> right. It's like, it's the same 100,000 subscribers. Uh, to me, they're just like foreigners. And who are living a very interesting life in Taiwan that I want to know more of. Mm. But, uh, you know, I've also interviewed like restaurant owners and, and like other teachers and stuff like this with, yeah. without being creators themselves. Um, so actually, uh, one of the one of your biggest videos, I'm gonna look at the paper for this one. You recently met with two people from a Swedish delegation to Taiwan. Mm. Um, I hope I'm saying these right. Lars Andaktusson. Swedish news anchor and former member of the European Parliament, and Boriana Aberg, chief of the Swedish-Taiwanese Parliamentarian Association. Quite the titles. Um, those were some prominent Swedish people who had visited Taiwan, uh, one of them for the first time. What did you learn from speaking with prominent Swedish politicians about their impressions of Taiwan? First of all, that, that was amazing uh, that I got that opportunity. Yeah. And, and that was uh, Sweden and Taiwan who were like helping setting that up for, for me. The thing was, this was like during the, the COVID lockdown, or not the, the COVID lockdown, but this was like when the, the cases here started to uh, rise. So, so sadly, they didn't really get to explore Taiwan. They only got like the souvenirs and everything from that the Taiwanese delegation had, had given them. What else do you tell people to try in Taiwan uh, first thing? The one thing that I personally tell people mm-hmm. is to leave Taipei. And this is partially why I started my, my YouTube channel as well, because I was an exchange student here for six months, like way back, like 10 years, like uh, oh, 13 years ago now. I've been saying 10 years for like the past three years. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. 13 years ago. I forgot to update it. Uh, yeah. And then I, w- I was here for six months, but I never left Taipei. So that's what I always try to, to tell other foreigners as well. And the main reason for my travel videos to show them how easy it is 
to travel to other places? Absolutely. I used to teach uh, this a few classes in、uh, Shenkeng, which is、uh, like southeast past the、mm, zoo. The the tofu street. Yes, the tofu.、Yeah. We're back on sticky tofu already. <laughs> full circle.、Um, and but going to Shenkeng every day, it was like leaving Taipei and entering Taiwan.、Uh, we're still on this topic. Speaking of Sweden,、mm. um, what did you find yourself most often telling Taiwanese people about Sweden? Number one, it's pronounced IKEA. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the number one. And、I'm、I didn't even need to prompt that one. <laughs> <laughs> We feel strongly about IKEA here. Yes, Taiwanese、uh, are doing it correctly, which is the good news. And then、uh, number two is yes, Volvo is also Swedish.、Mm-hmm. And number three, it's not Switzerland. There is a、that's、difference. A, that's a really important one. Yeah, <laughs> that's important to know. It's not like, Switzerland. I, yeah, I I don't、uh, understand. So I- IKEA and Volvo. I, I can I can I've got it. I can keep I, going. I know more Swedish companies than you know. Taiwanese foreign YouTubers in Taiwan. I can just <laughs> yeah, like talk about it.、Yeah. Rattle them off. Go.、Yeah. How many can you go to? Oh, so many. So many. Okay. Volvo, Saab, Spotify,、uh-huh. Candy Crush,、uh-huh. Atlas Copco, which is not really that famous by name, but they have actually made every single tunnel for all the roads here in Taiwan.、Whoa. So it's Swedish holes. Yes. That's a <laughs> fun fact. Um, so more about、uh, finishing off with some of the stuff about your videos. You did describe sort of your editing process.、Um, a lot of time is in editing as opposed to filming.、Um, but what is?、Uh, how long does it take per video? It's also a good question. I would say ten、uh, to twenty hours, depending on what kind of video it is.、Okay. So if it's like an interview video, and we just like we keep the camera rolling, and it's it's recording for like forty five minutes, one hour,、uh, I'm quite fast in editing those. So ten hours. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Whereas if you have a travel video, where you have like hundred dis- different clips, maybe not even in the right order that you want them in the video, then you easily like doubling the time just to create this story.、Mm. Do you ever write a script first and then just sort of attach the B-roll where it goes, or do you start with like the images you'd like to talk about and then talk over them? So this has also like developed like throughout the years、uh, as I'm getting I guess more experience, but also since now it's like my full time job、right. and I just finding want... out what works for you too, which is important. Exactly. So like in the beginning, it,、uh, there was like no scripts, nothing, and like、uh, me and and、uh, Yuan Yuan, my now roommate, we were friends before YouTube, and then we started making YouTube videos together, and then we moved in together. With the sole purpose of being able to afford a dedicated YouTube studio,、mm. but it it started with us just going out exploring,、mm-hmm. and then we we brought our our cameras with us, and some of the time I, I would say most of the time, it never went as we wanted it to go. So the the finished video were completely different compared to our plans that day. But then like it starts raining, and you end up like somewhere else. You take the the wrong bus, maybe, and you end up like, okay, today's video is about、uh, a night market instead、mm-hmm. of a waterfall. You know,、There's、a lot of extemporaneous storytelling. So, how many videos are in production at a time usually? For- in production, like now, there's even a step called like pre-production when we try to to plan these、uh, these adventures. So, I would say、uh, four to five at,、mm-hmm. at any given time, and I always try to have like one video ready to be released, and then I'm already working on the on the next one, and I'm planning. Maybe one or or two at the same time.、Um, what's next for you? 
What's next for me? Uh, well, right now, as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna go home and continue editing mm -hmm. my, my next video. And that's... Uh, me too! That's pretty, much, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much how my life is. Actually, uh, today I was very productive. I booked my uh, plane ticket back to Sweden. So there will be tons of, of uh, videos there with my family and... Uh, finally be able to record a little bit like Sweden versus Taiwan videos. And is that going to be for like midsummer stuff? Exactly. Okay. Nice. Awesome. You know your your Sweden. Uh, I've Sweden. been watching oh, your YouTube channel. And if you want to know about Sweden too, <laughs> <laughs> you can check out Lucas in Taiwan. Uh, last question. Is there anything else you'd like to say to people of Taiwan? Just thank you for, for being welcoming to foreigners and by extension making it possible for me to have the best po life possible mm. here in Taiwan making uh, videos two or three times per week. Yeah. All right, well, this has been Lucas. Uh, starts with L, as in like. Ends with S, as in subscribe. And this has been Taiwan Plus on ICRT. Until next time, I'm Trevor Tortomasi on ICRT FM 100.